do that and how are you going to fine-tune it it's just like a, a singer that knows how to naturally sing they don't just be singing and going to the studio they have a singing coach like you get what i'm saying like they they practice good habits they eat well like they make sure they protect their voice like come on folks how bad do you want it like this for me is simple logic if it's something that you want to do or if it's something that you like to do you will simply just do the steps and you will sacrifice and do the things that you need to do to make it your reality. Like, what's up? Right. If, if, it's, if you don't want to do the steps, okay, it's not going to happen, then we're not going to complain about it. I'm really that cut and dry. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis. Hello, and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast, where living intentional consists of high vibes and posh lifestyles. I am your host, Tayani Tellis, and today's episode is from Team Mom to CEO. Now, before we get into today's episode, this podcast is sponsored by Intentional Investments. The Profit Blueprint registration is now open. If you're a current business owner seeking assistance with making money every day or exceeding revenue goals for your business, registration is now open for the Profit Blueprint. During this two-day training, you will learn how to set your business up for success, learn tactics to profit off your clients' pain points, and create conversion funnels to keep your clients purchasing and sending you referrals. This training is now open to the first 10 people. You can secure your spot today by visiting www.intentionalinvestments.com. Now, Tamika dares us all to believe in our gifts, our talents, and passions because if you do, she promises you that at a particular point in your life, there is nothing that will stop you besides you and time and work. I hope I got that right, Tamika. <laughs> so, yeah. hey, girl, hey, let's get right into today's episode. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm good. I mean, I'm a, I'm a tad bit overwhelmed. Um, I got a... A lot of projects is revolving right now, so yes. my mind is just nonstop. So yes, I'm good. I think that's the mind of an entrepreneur, right? Yes, it is. We're constantly like innovators, creators. Yes, creating like we beings. never rest. <laughs> like we're always developing something. Like we always, I don't know. Like being around the creative, you have to really understand that we have these scattered brains. So I can yes. be very in your face, looking at you, nodding, and all of that. Like, uh -huh, yeah. Right. And I don't know what you just said. Wait, wait, wait. What you say? Because I was thinking something. Right. But yes, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Yes, I, I can totally feel it. So can you just tell our listeners a little bit about your journey from a teen mom to a successful CEO? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I said that can be such a long-winded right. story. But long story short, well, who am I fooling? It's not going to be short. Um, so, yeah, I, I became a teen mom. And I wasn't promiscuous. I wasn't, you know, sneaking out the house and right. things like that. I was and still am an introverted person. So right. when this boy liked me, you know, I gravitated to that. That that feeling and being loved and being, you know, seen right. was everything. So I got pregnant really, really young and um I got married really, really young to the same person and we had another child. And oh, you know, wow. I, I, I kinda went through the motions of, of what life, you know, is mm -hmm. supposed to just be. Right. Like I just taking the hand that's kinda being dealt. And I forgot about um, my dreams of being a writer. Not necessarily forgot about it, just, you know, life was just happening. I'm right. just going where it was safe. Right. 
Um, and I had spoken to my life at maybe about 12 that I was going to be a full-time writer. That I was wow. going to, you know, be this famous arthurist and I was going to move to Atlanta and I was going to, you know, just live up the life, right. you know, and just be, you know, just be free and be me creating. Um, but obviously having children getting married detoured that. Um, but it wasn't until I discovered um, that I could actually make my own dreams come true is when I put those plans into motion. And I did that by um, my online network, which was ABC then. And I discovered a lot of different writers through that network. And I began to do my research. Um, I did the steps. And I, I actually just did the work. And then from there, you know, I mean, like as I say, the rest is history. But right. for me, it's just, you know, that was that was the hand I was being dealt. But that's not where I really wanted to stay. It's all about choices right. at the end of the day. And I just chose to do something different. Yeah, that is amazing. So, I mean, like, what inspired you to want to become an entrepreneur in the time you were trying to figure out, like, motherhood? See, the thing about it is I never aspired to be anything okay. um, except to be a writer. Like, I just knew I just wanted to tell stories. Um, I didn't see myself uh, creating um, an Arthur Award show, creating Black Writers Weekend, um, publishing hundreds of books. I didn't see myself doing any of these right. things. I kind of just went into that because I was just good at it. I was naturally just this young girl, I'm talking about 2021, 20, full of energy. Mm -hmm. um, and granted, I did have these babies, but life was boring. Like, life was boring. I was, you know, I was a mom, I was a wife, and, you know, I was the, the marriage was blah. Right. Um, I was in college at the time, and I was also teaching, so my plate was full. Um, but nothing was for me. And when I gravitated to something that was for me, I kind of just took it and ran with it. And I just found other ways, you know, to make money from it. So I, I found something I liked. Cool. How could I make money from it? it for me, it was simple. Right. So it's, I didn't aspire to be an entrepreneur. I was just, you know, going with it, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like, you, like our quote for um, Intentionally Posh is when um, purpose meets opportunity, success is your horizon. That part. So, Ooh. do you kind of feel like, because that's what POSH ultimately stands for, is purpose, opportunity, success, horizon. So, do okay. you feel like, you know, you really didn't know what you wanted to do, or what you wanted to be, I guess you would say. It was just like, whatever made you feel right. good. I kind of just, now granted, I grew up to be a, a very religious child. Okay. And when I was like 10 or so, um, a guest preacher came to the church and he was preaching and you know I was in the front pew writing my notes because you know I'm I'm really you know I'm at the church like right. this is my life um, and he stops the sermon and he calls me up to the podium mm -hmm. and he basically says you're gonna when you grow up thousands are gonna know your name you're gonna inspire millions and you're gonna be like this well-known person granted okay right. we hear these things a lot you know coming up in church people prophesying saying this and saying that and as I've gotten older, when you say purpose meets uh, opportunity. opportunity, right. So granted, this definitely was my purpose. Like I'm definitely walking within my purpose because it's at this point for me, it's kind of obvious. Like I don't just fall into things. Right. I'm actually going along with, with my process and going along with, you know, where, where life is leading me and I'm being present in that mm -hmm. and I'm being intentional and some of the things that I'm doing when I'm talking to people and I'm letting them know about the things I'm doing and granted more opportunities and relationships are built from that. So now granted, yes, I'm being intentional, but in the beginning, definitely my purpose kind of led me that way and I, I didn't fight it, I did the work. And I want people to know that if you if you feel within your, your spirit 
uh, with just within yourself, like something is missing that you're supposed to be doing something else. Pay attention to that. Right. But then don't just sit there and, and think that you have to deal with the life that's being dealt. If there's something that you want, go and do it. Like you have like find the steps, discover the steps, do the research. Right. Like we get up and go to work for people, other people every day. Why can't you put a little time aside for yourself and implement those steps so that you can actually begin to now live out your purpose and then profit from it? It's a process because if, if, if it was easy, then everybody would be doing it. Of course. And like I say, every podcast, they're probably like, Tanya, stop saying this, but these entrepreneurial streets are real. And it I really is. And I, and I think social media makes it feel like that everybody um, can live an entrepreneurial life easy, but honestly, it's the hardest journeys you could ever it take is. it's not there's it's not secure yeah at all and you you get out of it what you put in yeah um and if you're not built for no, not knowing where your money's going to come from two or three months from now then i would suggest you not go yeah. this route you really got to be prepared for the long haul because the goal is to ultimately be able to live just off of your work and what right. you're doing right. that takes time you have to build it up it's just yeah. like if you wanted to build a house you don't just start putting up the bricks you gotta lay the foundation right. the pipes and the wiring like yeah. come on folks you want to skip some steps and social media puts it out there like everybody's a boss yeah and i i think it's so important that we're having this conversation because i know you know we're speaking about your journey as from a team mom to a ceo but i know it was like different transitions for you right as you you know had to wrap your mind around motherhood yep. and then find your purpose and then find your purpose but you know, stick with it enough to yeah. even see the fruits of your labor because a lot of times I feel like people like, okay, this is my purpose, but they don't understand like purpose still is not an easy road. Like purpose just means, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. Now, you're supposed to do it. You mentioned something so important, like you still have to put in the work. You like, gotta put in the work. I think I've learned more about finances since yep. entrepreneurship. Um, more just about myself and you know my mindset and how I have to match it's a yep. lot of moving parts versus you know just being an entrepreneur I mean a um, full-time or part-time worker in your mm -hmm. building I'm not a person to harp on like quit your nine-to-five because right I feel like you know there's still purpose in your nine-to-five it, def it definitely does serve a purpose but that that is your thing mm -hmm. To find the thing that you want to do right you have to look at it like that like this is not this is just a part of the process and the journey to get to where you're trying to go right. you always got to stay focused on that and I think that people get so caught up in where they want to be at versus focus on where you are right now mm -hmm. completing what you need to to do right now to get to the next part because right. all those different steps will ultimately lead to where you're trying to ultimately go and get to right. but people like um, they get so caught up in the work that it takes um, and also what what I have really discovered is that people do not understand the mental health or the oh the, the the type of strength mentally that you need to have to maintain yes. an entrepreneurial lifestyle right. when it comes to your family, when it comes to your relationships, mm -hmm. when it comes to yourself. Right. Like there are so many different things that you have to make sure that you maintain mentally so that you can continue this work because this is hard work. Yeah. Is more mental than anything right. not fit this isn't physical labor at all for the most part <laughs> right. it's all mental, mental yeah. and and as you stated the things that you learned over the years for me I learned that because I didn't go into this wanting to be a leader and wanting to have a business I didn't really know 
like the the actual terms and things they really use I, I had to go and discover myself or I just logic kicked in like right. obviously you gotta do this do that like right. logic was so and I would I would create my own process right. but then when it came time to lead others and and develop a workflow and operations that was one of the hardest things I ever had to do because if you want a fully functional company or if you want help you have to pull that information out of your head yeah. and people have to get it and then you have to create a process for oh. all these little steps <laughs> and things that you're doing right. people don't understand how hard that is mm -hmm. the amount of time it takes to build that and then the amount of time it takes to maintain it right oh my gosh yeah. we can go on we, and on i was gonna say we can get deep in the questions it's hard question number two but oh, shit. i think right. no no <laughs> i love the conversation because it's so important like i think that I'm, like the process of entrepreneurship is important to speak about because we don't talk about it. Nope. You know, we go on Instagram and I'm guilty of it myself because like I tell people, you have to, it's not that we don't want to show our struggles, but who wants to work with a hot mess? Who yep. wants to be on the internet like, dang, she always going through something. Exactly. Dang, she always complaining. Well, they always, they talking, <laughs> always being negative right. online and be like always right. doing this. But Trust like, me, I, I understand. Go, we have those conversations in our heads, but it's like people don't understand if we did exploit that side of our lives, then you would be like, well, I don't want to work with her because she always got something to complain. It's always yep. something wrong. So it's like we have to find that balance. Yep. Um. So it's like we can't highlight all the negative, um, but we try to word we, it in a way that, you know, we're like, it's not easy, you know. Right. And okay. I, I think that... Uh, I think the most successful people on social media, like uh, Jess Hilarious, I like right. her a lot, yeah. are because they chose to just be themselves, right. whether it was ignorant or not, right. like it was them. Right. And I applaud anyone who doesn't want to filter themselves on social media because it, it opens the door for people to judge you. Right. It opens the door for people to discuss you because when you put it out there, that means it's public property. Like people exactly. can, it, it's they like can you don't belong to you right. no more. Mm -hmm. So anybody who has the courage enough to just be themselves authentically and and not filter themselves, I applaud you because you are really You're yeah you setting yourself up to to kind of be on front street mm -hmm. and it's one thing to say I don't care about people's opinion, but when it's a million people that's talking about you, yeah. even Jess Hilarious is going through that. Even some of my mentors have gone through that. I'm um, even some of the most strongest people, and we've kind of seen this. And quote memes and all the time right. check on your strong friend. Yeah. Those are the ones that really be needing, yeah. you know, that shoulder to, to lean on or you know uh, they need to vent. Um, they need an escape. Like those are the people you really gotta to really yeah. think about. So yeah, I think it's so important. I think that um, segues me into like the next question. Like, what has your support system um, been like, and how did that fuel you to want to be like? better or aspire to want more so like my circle has always been really really small um as when i started getting older i wanted to kind of you know explore the social life a little bit more so that's when when i really began to gain more of associates and things like that um and i i don't like to really deal with a lot of different energies so i kind of keep the amount of people that i deal with on a daily basis to a limit like, I mean, really, really small. To yes, to like, I don't want to hear no nonsense. I don't like unnecessary conversations. I don't want to hear you call my phone complaining. Um, I don't want to hear no gossip. I don't want to do none of that. Because, like, what are we, because why, why am I sitting on the phone talking about this? Like, what are we doing this for? So, my support system, they know for a fact that 
they may not hear from me for a week or two because Tamika's, you know, she's in her zone. She's off working. Like, she's just off right. to herself. Uh, or when they do hear from me, they know, you know, we're going to talk like we just talked yesterday. They encourage me. They read me on. Um, and I probably got a good handful of people, about five or so. Um, I have close female friends, close male friends, and I cherish them. Like, when it's time to spend time, I want to spend time with my friends. Like, I treat them like relationships. Like, I'm going to put in the time, and when we're together, um, right, all that. Like, I give them my time, my attention, as if we go together. Because people don't understand, like, friendships have to be maintained like relationships. They, like, it's it's a relationship, too. So, and how they have fueled me, I guess, moving forward is I know that there there are a select couple people that I can go to and they won't judge me or they're going to let me know that, you know, my shit stink. Like, no, you kind of messed up. You could have did better on this part. So I think that it's really, really good to have a close niche of people like that. But I'm keeping 100. Like your circle needs to be about two to five people. And that's about it. Everybody else, you, they got their moments and their times with you, but energies, bring on you know spirits and stuff and, and they matter and, and it really like it really does matter and if you're an entrepreneur your your brain is your most important tool mm-hmm. so protect your energy yeah. yeah and i think our businesses are fueled by our energy like yep i just wrote a book and in that book Ooh, I congratulations wrote, thank you and taylor the suit i wrote in there and it was like your business is a reflection of how you practice self-care and I Mm. did not know that until I actually got into self-care like maybe two years ago because it's like I've been in business for four years now so the first two years was like crazy like roller coasters but these past two years it's like free-flowing like yeah it goes and I'm and why did it get there and it got there because it was like I was able to align myself and structure and I think it was Mm -hmm. so important that you said that you give your attention to your friends Mm -hmm. you know because we're entrepreneurs and our minds of course are running day to day we know we have emails we know we need to post on social media yep but we don't practice presence like we don't practice the present moment like that's just like Like just being in that moment like i people don't understand i honestly have to work at Rechanneling my my focus, right. especially when I'm around friends and family. Um, one of the I used to get some complaints with my children when they were younger, or even in some of my early relationships right. when I was still learning. Right. Um, that you know I was neglectful mm-hmm. in those areas because I would just be in my room with my laptop working. Like, <laughs> and I'd be like, "What y'all want? What? Leave me alone. I work." Like it would, it would always yeah. be that, and it'd be from sun up to sundown. I just enjoyed it. So now. And I'm hoping I get the practices in mind because I'm not in a relationship yet. But hopefully, you know, soon I'll get the practices. Um, But I'll get to practice my balance and show them that I can do it both. Like I can. And I did it with my children. I began to practice those good habits with my children, creating time for them, having designated family day, um, making sure that when they come home after school, I put my computer and my laptop to the side and we talk. Like, I make sure I give them my time, and then I check back into work. And I'm like, all right, you good? You need anything else? Right, all right, bet. Right. Give me two hours, and you got me. Right. So I'll just do it like that. So, yeah, yeah, just communicating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm loving this conversation, guys. Oh, gracias. <laughs> so now, I see that you have published, like, was it 17 or 19 successful books? Now, I've written 16, but I've published over 200. Okay, guys. 
so she just kind of knocks me out right there. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm my old head in the game now. So what inspired you to write? Like. Well, it's the same thing when people say, what inspires you to sing? And a singer was like, well, what do you mean? I just started singing because I'm a singer. Right. So I just started writing because I'm a writer. And I've been doing I've doing that maybe nine, ten years old. Ever since I really understood the how to even write a story. Gotcha. And I want to say maybe second or third grade, one of those grades, where my teacher assigned some type of short story. And I just fell in love with telling a story. Um, and again, taking it back to being introverted, I was a lonely child. Like I didn't go to sleepovers. I never went to prom. I didn't go to dances. I didn't get asked out. Like I was, was I was shy. Okay. I was shy. I was introverted. I wasn't ugly or anything. Right. I didn't stink. I wasn't like the poor girl in the school. I wasn't none of that. Right. I didn't have no bad shy. habits. I was just shy. And then as I got older, I didn't like guys, you know, complimenting me on my body. Like that didn't really make me comfortable gotcha. because, you know, I was I was somewhat violated when I was young. So I had that stigma going on there. So writing was an escape for me. Okay. And then growing up, you know, I dealt with a lot of death. Like every six months I was burying someone like and then, you know, life got hard. My mother was sick. I had to grow up quicker. Like I just it was just a lot of different things. In my life, that wasn't so high, yay, cheery, and writing was that escape. I couldn't control my life, but I can control the characters in my stories. So I was their God. So I guess that's how I that's how I escaped my reality, and I created this world. And now I'm finding myself having to create from emotion or create from experience. Because I'm growing up. I've evolved. Like, right. the things I used to write about in my love stories, I've experienced it. So, what's next? Yeah. You know, exactly. so. Yeah. yeah, that is super dope. I really, really love that. Now, what advice would you give someone who is trying to overcome who may feel as though they're not qualified? But who said they're not qualified? Mine. So See, this is. Yeah, so the thing know, about it is when they. We, we all have shortcomings and we all have great things about us. We all have talents. Um, we all have something that's unique about us. What is it that you feel that you're great at and how are you going to fine tune it? It's just like a, a singer that knows how to naturally sing. They don't just be singing and going to the studio. They have a singing coach. Like you get what I'm saying? Like they, they practice good habits. They eat well. Like they make sure they protect their voice. Like, come on folks, how bad do you want it? Right. Like this for me is simple logic. If it's something that you want to do or if it's something that you'd like to do, you will simply just do the steps. And you will sacrifice and do the things that you need to do to make it your reality. Like, what's up? Right. If if it's if you don't want to do the steps, okay, it's not going to happen. Then we're not going to complain about it. I'm really that cut and dry. I don't want to hear about no in between. Right. I don't want to hear about circumstances of life. I've done it all. Like I said, I grew up burying folks. Every I'm talking about brothers, uncles, cousins, um, my own my own mother, yeah. and not burying my mother. My my mother died in front of me. Right. Like if I can experience these these griefs and these, these, these traumas and push forward because I'm choosing not to just be in this, this sad state. I'm, I'm here, right? I'm breathing still. Okay. Well, let's have fun while I'm here. That's how I look at it. Yeah. And I think it's so crazy because not crazy, but we have so many examples now, especially on on social media of people actually being vocal about their experience and their Mm -hmm. situations that I feel like we have enough support in a lot of communities um, that are vouching and willing to, you know, pull people in to say, hey, okay, I've experienced something similar to yours. Yep. This is how you overcome. We have counseling. So I think it's important, like, that we also, like, discuss 
that part of it, a lot of times people just their mindset. You don't mm-hmm. feel qualified because you're not ready or willing to let. Yeah, it's a it's a it's internally is you. It's an insecurity that you need to work on yeah. because obviously if it's something that you want to do, let let's process how you can do it and how you can be okay with in in that space. And this is why I say it's all about the mental. It right. really starts with your your mental health first. You got to have good habits. You got to be practicing self-care. And self-care looks different for everybody. It could yes. be walks in the park. It could be you take yourself out to eat once yes. a week. It could be you journaling. It could be just going to the gym. It could be time with the children. It could be a painting class. It could be a girlfriend's night out. Yeah. It could just be taking a nap. Yeah. Um, it could be taking time out to prep your meals. Like, make it a fun activity for yourself. Like, what are we really doing, folks? Like, honestly, like, we're, we're not machines. Mm-hmm. The majority of us get up, go to work, come home, deal with home, pay bills, and do the process all over again. Mm-hmm. And we forget about ourselves. Maybe on the weekend we go out to drink, party, you know, play around with this person, except go out with the girls on this weekend, and then next week we're still dealing with the same thing. Um, we're not really, we're not present within our own selves and we're not dealing with our own emotions and our own disappointments or our own wants. We're not doing it. We're just going with the motions. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's important to learn how to spend time with yourself. Yep. A lot of people, they don't know how to do that part. And, you know, self-care to me, I think is a lonely journey, not in a negative way, but I think like in order for you to really get to know you, you have to spend, spend time, time with yourself. Yeah. Um, you can't because the more that you spend time around other people, you're picking up their traits. Yep, and, their traits, their energy, yeah, all of that. You become a different person with different people. Yeah, and it's that's like true. you will never know who you are until you spend those quiet moments with yourself. So I think that's why self care is important. Like I'm big. If I call two friends and they're like busy and I want to go out to eat, I feel like that's God's timing mm-hmm. of saying go by yourself. Go, go, get some time. I don't think that's like well, I should just put it off till tomorrow because it's like well this is what you want to do but think about how we process stuff well I would just wait on somebody doing it's like that's right. how you show up in your life and that's an excuse yeah because like honestly it's like it's like when people say oh I want to travel I want to do it but I don't have no friends like okay well take your travel no. by yourself and there's so many travel groups it's right like, come on like this we're not there's no excuse right. like I don't there's oh there's always a rebuttal for for something like I, like the world really is at our fingertips, folks. Like we can really do any and everything. You can make a habit on making different types of peanut butter. Like, yeah. what's up? Like, yeah. you can create videos on people create videos on on all kind of different hacks, uh, creating you know, I don't know, hairstyles, makeup tutorials, um, um, so many different stuff. Like just unnecessary how to sew or make a blanket. All, all kind of different stuff is online that you can really just do. So well, it's just start with the steps that 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 it takes to get it done. No yeah. more excuses. You're right. See, you're just so cut and dry. You probably one of the coaches who like listen. I hear you, but I like like people are like, oh yeah, I got kids. Okay. Oh well, I got a husband and I, I got this going. Oh my my health is okay. But you, it's not always like that. Like right. you, there's some time in between. Where you, come on, y'all. Like I want to hear. Yeah, I love it. I love I her. Y'all. I love her. Okay, so what was that defining moment in your career when you? Like this was it? Like you were just like. Um, it probably when I got my first five figure check in one month. Hello. Not yet. Dude, <laughs> I'm, and I'm like 23 okay. at this point when I got my first five figure check and I quit teaching. Um, and then I dropped out of school because I was going to school for for teaching. So it wasn't a point. 
and what <laughs> I wasn't liking them kids anyway. Them kids get on my nerves. Um, but now I because I I like to teach still, so I found other ways to still teach. Right. Like I teach like entrepreneurship. I teach about mental health, and I have like these creative wellness courses that I do. Okay. Um, but it was definitely when I got that first five five figure check, um, and yeah, it was probably then because even before that though I had successes. Like within that first year, nine months when I published my first book, I landed a major book deal without an agent. So I ended up getting a contract with Kensington and then my book was everywhere. So within that second year of my Arthur career, I knew then that I was on my way. Um, Then after that, um, I think I started not not too long working with like Fox and WGN and and Bravo and doing things like that. Like it was little bits and things, but that check, that one big check. Well, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, now we're doing something. Right, we got yeah, we're this. We're doing something, we're doing something. <laughs> you we're doing gave something. all your letters of uh, resignation. Okay, sure did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's talk about this quote, because I love it. I kept reading it over and over again. Okay. I dare you to believe in your gifts, talents, and passion, because if you do, I promise you at that point, there is nothing stopping you besides time and work ethic. Yep. This statement is super powerful. So where did this quote come from and what made it true for you in your life? I couldn't tell you where it come from because I'm always saying stuff that people are like, oh, girl, that's a good quote. That's a good one. Um, and I can't help but to be so preachy, even with my children. But I like to challenge people. I like right. to challenge people to do something that's abnormal. I like to challenge people to do something that, that's going to scare them. Um, because those are the those are the um, the risks that you need to take. If it doesn't scare you, okay, so the thought ain't big enough. Um, and for me, I'm always taking risk because I tend to get the things that I want when I just say, okay, let me just try it. Right. Now, granted, it may not work, of course. but I tried it, and now I know that hey, it worked. So I just keep it moving. My my whole process behind that is I've seen people live normalize and not to say that's a bad thing but the people that live the normal life and they complained about it right. or the people that stayed in these loveless situations and then they regretted it by the by the time they got out they were so mentally damaged right. they didn't even know who they were um i just don't see the point in being unhappy i don't see the point in saying oh i should have could have would have i don't right. see the point in keeping the, the things that you want inside your head like i don't i don't get it like, if that's something that you really, really want, granted, everybody dreams and fantasizes. But honestly, if you feel like that you're really to your core not happy with what you're doing, where you're at, I don't get it. Right. Like, it's either you're going to, what 56 say, get rich or die trying. Yeah. Why am I quoting this? Thing? But, <laughs> right. like, it's either you're going to do it or die trying. Yeah. Let's try it. Yeah. Let's, yeah. come on, what's right. wrong with just yeah. trying? I get it. So, and, um... I think that people tend, and I'm almost the opposite. I take more risk in business than I take risk in love or personal life. Really? Yeah. I don't even, I don't, and, and I'm in a weird space now, right? Because okay. this person I'm talking to now is challenging me. And I keep telling him, bruh, I don't know how to do this. I right. don't know what you want. <laughs> right. What do you want from me? Just tell me what you want and I'll try it. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So <laughs> I'm trying to deal with that now, right. okay. whatever that may look like, but I like him a lot okay. and I want him around. So we're going to see I how this works. It, it shows. Oh my God! Don't do that. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Don't do that. But yeah, I do like him a lot. So I'm thinking I'm probably I, I want to take some more risk and have that plays out. Uh, we'll see. So maybe I'll practice what I preach a little bit. Exactly, because I just think this quote is super powerful because it's just like I dare you. And yeah. I'm like, 
I ship and dare you because now I'm a punk you out if you don't. Okay, now you're you, you gonna be a punk. <laughs> right. But it's so important, so I just really, really love that. Now you have a publishing agency. Mm-hmm. How can our listeners work with you and what is the process of working with you? So right now my publishing agency is doing more hybrid publishing where we give the writers more control of their project. Okay. I mean hybrid publishing is meaning you have an in-house publisher and, and all of its offering uh its operations and departments and right. its resources, but then you also get to control when it's how it's funded, when it's cuz you're funding it for the right. most part, when it's coming out. Um, also you get to control the brand, the content, all that. You get more control in that. And you still get the same amount of support and you kind of profit almost all of it. Right. Um, and I'm doing it that way because when I, when I published, when I did traditional publishing, I think at one point I had like 30 writers. And with me being an independent publishing label, um, a lot of the talent that I brought on were not uh, workers, so to say. They were kind of just sitting there waiting to be placed on a pedestal, I guess, okay. so to say. And so, any and this is with any writer, any publisher that you work with, whether you're self-published or, or whether you're with a publisher, you have to put in the work yourself for your own project. So this route for me helps writers be more accountable in their process. I love it. That way I can still work with you and get your book out there. And not only that, now I can help brand you. I can help market you. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us on that, you go to DelphinePublications.com. And Delphine is D-E-L-P-H-I-N-E, okay. publications with an S. And we're on Instagram as Delphine Publications. And also, like, say, friends, you have a book out now, and you're just saying, I just want people to buy my book, but I don't know how to get them to start talking about my book. Right. It's because you're too focused on the book. I always, this is why I call Arthur's artists or creatives. Because okay. I need you to think of yourself as the brand. We're, we're working with you, and we're not working on the book. We have to pitch you. So say, for instance, you are a food lover. Because this is like, um, let's look at a musician. Like, let's bring out Sierra. Sierra is okay. a singer. Right. But now she also owns part in like this football thingy with yeah. mm-hmm. So she may do a, a, an interview on a women's empowerment radio show because she owns a business over here. And she's also an artist. And she understands that, that, that work. Right. We won't just put her on a sports network station because she just owns a sports you know, group. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't just do that, or we wouldn't just put her on, you know, a music station because she just has music. Or wait, she also has this going on over here. Right. So we're able to talk about this too. So at the end of the day, we're talking about Sierra and and everything that's attached to her. Right. So Arthur's forget that they are an artist. So we're going to be able to talk about a lot of different things right. and attach your book to you. That's what we do. So if you want to know about more about that. I love it. And y'all also probably do that too, though. I love it, though. I love it. But yeah, so they can go to DelphineLegacyMedia.com. And that's how you can find out more information about that. Yes, guys. And all of that information will be provided in the show notes. So you yes. all can have easy access. Now, I know we're getting close to the end. I have enjoyed this conversation. I know. And I love what you're doing here. I'm, I don't so even much. know you, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> I can only imagine what it took you to get here, the nights that you cried by yourself, the times where you wanted to give up. Um, I commend you. Like, you're doing a great job, and I want to just encourage you to keep going. Thank you. You got it. Like, you're doing a good job. Thank you. You're doing a good job. Thank you. So, I appreciate that so much. So, are there any, like, upcoming events or programs like our listeners can be involved in? Yes. So, tonight, actually, um, so I have a podcast, which is out called Traces of Mika. Love it. Um, and it's one of my most vulnerable projects. Um, it's like a reality show on audio. Okay. So you get to hear me and my authentic self talk about love, 
um, entrepreneurship, motherhood, um, my spirituality, mental health. Um, and I expose and I reveal a lot of different things. Oh, wow. Um, I have a lot of unpopular opinions, especially about dating. Um, it's funny. A lot of it's comical. A lot of it's vulgar because I cuss a lot. But it's... Uh, <laughs> Even cute. Right. But it's, kind of, but it's really like it's like a reality show on audio. It's really, really fun. It's something you can play in the background when you're working. Um, you can be inspired from it. You may cry a little bit, but you'll definitely be lying, uh, lying laughing a lot on this exactly. podcast. Exactly. So we're doing a listening party for that tonight. Uh, with the screening room so you can go to uh, the screening room atl.com and look that up or you can go to my social media pages which is um, at Tamika Newhouse which is my name is spelled with an I Tamika yes. in a new house like I bought a new house so we're doing a event tonight for that then I have a book drive that I'm doing under my nonprofit organization okay, wow, yes. and you can learn more about that by going to aambc.org um, and that's going to be in December. And then also during Art Basel in Miami, um, we're going to be launching the Book Basel. Oh, wow. And so that's going to be a literary experience that we're curating during Art Basel in Miami the first weekend in December. Okay. And it's where we're going to allow readers and bloggers to experience our words. So normally Art Basel is about art and they're displaying like there's an art gallery and things right. like that. So now we're going to display a lot of content. And a lot of books. We're going to have this big wall of books that we're going to be um, displaying. Um, and we're going to have conversations around. It's going to be drinks, music, lots of fun. So anything you want to find out about what I'm doing. And I'm doing that's a lot. Amazing. Oh, and I have a book that comes out next month. Like, that's really, really important. It's my 17th novel, y'all. It's called Sugar Hill. Um, I dubbed it as a Love Jones story. Um, but Sugar Hill uh, without an R. So it's S-U-G-A. And it's, um, the pre-order link is on Amazon. You can also pre-order on my website. I have a sweepstakes that's going on my website right now. But go to TamikaNewhouse.com. You'll be able to see that. But Sugar Hill, I'm excited about that. I love the name. Thank you. I can't you. wait to like, Thank find you. out more about that. that is Thank you. I'm going to make sure to give you uh, a complimentary yes. copy so you oh, can read it and tell me what you think. I love it. Yeah. I love the name. Thank it, you. It kind of reminds me of like, I don't know, Queen Sugar. Like you know, okay. Queen Sugar. Okay, Queen Sugar is one of my favorite shows. Okay, and, it, and yes. with the name, it kind of reminds. It's me. like a blend of that with Insecure. Okay. Um, and okay. then I don't know if you've ever seen the actual Love Jones movie. No, yes, I have. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like Love and Basketball or okay. Brown Sugar. I love it. I can't wait. Yeah, those type of. I'm taking them back a little bit there because people don't. You know, we don't really love the same. We don't oh, really, no. you know, engage the same. And I want people to get back to, like, really just, you know, having those um, really simple moments in person. Yeah. A walk in the park. Yeah. Go out for drinks. We don't have to have another you know? conversation, seriously, because, like, that in itself, uh, forget entrepreneurship. Yeah. Like, that's a whole different topic, like. Yeah. Because that, uh, that type of, like, that love and you know your mental health that feeds uh, a different type of endorphins mm-hmm. and it helps you you know feeds you energy and things right. like that and right. I think people kind of get this is why I have my creative wellness right. classes because I, I focus more on the mental and <laughs> right. the spiritual more right. so and then we have writing exercises but when this is good then you're able to freely create when you understand your emotions and you're able to tap into that then you're able to create it's kind of like an actor class that's why when actors go to these workshops they tap into different emotions right and they practice fear, they practice sadness, they practice anger, they practice love. We gotta practice these things, we gotta feel these things. And then we have to talk about our own personal experiences with these emotions. Yeah. And it's, I, we could talk all day. I know, right, I'm sorry, y'all. No, we're good, but it's like, I think too, um, 
with that even being said, like how we show up is, you know, conducive to the people that's in our lives as well. I like how you said, how are we showing up? Like, yeah, because yeah. I'm just thinking about, like, I feel like I'm happy because I have someone that makes me happy. And right. it's just like, I'm, I have friends who are, you know, yeah. who I filtered out the bad, but it's like, again, going back to that mental, when I was in a, a hard place and I felt like I was like stuck between, you know, a rock and a hard place, it was like. Those be those growing pains. Yeah. Like growing pains really is a real thing, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like getting, letting go of old relationships, yeah. walking away from a job, um, li- moving you know. into a different place. Maybe going to a different city. Like, if you see yourself and it's the same people around you, you in the same place, you in the same position, five years later, ten years later, mm-hmm. you messing up a little bit. Just a little bit. Right. Now, granted, if you're all right with that, okay, cool. But if you're not all right with that, then some, there's a problem. Yeah. You should be new friends, new levels, new experiences, new relationships. How are you climbing? Yeah. If you like with the same people, who are around you and what are they doing? So, yeah, yeah we can tap are, into, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a lot. Yeah, because people are scared. Like, they feel like, oh, I'm leaving people behind. And I didn't really understand Everybody not supposed to go with you. Yeah. I really was in that. Because we hear all of these quotes, you know, everybody not supposed to go with you, new friends. And yeah, that's, like, yeah, people don't get, those quotes actually have real meaning behind it. Yes, and I was going to say, it wasn't until I actually experienced, experienced it is when you I'm understood. Like, okay, either you're at your lowest point or you're at a point that you can pivot and it's time for you to grow. Yeah, and it's time for you to grow. Like, is, you know, either you're rock bottom or you're at a safe place where you can pivot and you can change your life. And I think that people need to understand that this is going to be revolving. Yeah, of course. You're going to all, like, you're gonna always be changing and growing. So you should always be preparing yourself for, for that yeah. and having these good habits that's going to prepare you to be moving yeah. forward. Like, that's going to always happen. That's not going to change. Well, we should be changing when we're 25, changing when we're 30. 35 should not be the same when you're 30 and 25. Like, 40 oh shouldn't God. be the same when you was 30 and 20. Like, you should be should be different. Yeah. It should be different. Yeah, I love it. So, I mean, are there any last words of advice for our listeners? If not, how can they find you and support you? My last thing of advice is, if you're in a situation that's not making you happy, change it. Simple. Simple. Be happy. And then you can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Everything is my name, TamikaNewhouse.com. Traces Amika, which is my podcast, is streaming on anything you can think of. Um, and then also uh, my new book listed on Amazon, also my website, Sugar Hill. Go pre-order and get that. I love that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, we're going to touch base. Uh, and I'm going to keep in touch with you because I... I I kind of foresee us kind of, we probably need to stay connected. Yeah, we're going to yeah. stay connected. I'm going to be like, so to me, the girl. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of um, I, I, I kind of like what you're doing, and I'm rooting for you. And like I said, I don't yes. even know you, but Thank I love you. your setup. I love your energy. Um, some of your backstories, Thank definitely you. inspiring. And, you know, if you. some of us sometimes are looking for our tribe. So if you're looking for a tribe, right. I got a good one. It's yes, little. Yes. It's little <laughs> on purpose. But, but I got a tribe. I got yeah, a tribe for you. powerful. Yes. Well, this episode was super amazing. Gracias, my lady. Thank you so much for being a part of it. We're going to connect again, guys, because clearly you can tell 
our conversation can go left, right, up, down. Right. And I appreciate you again for coming. Thank you for having me. Yes. So, listeners, remember to subscribe to www.intentionallyposh.com for upcoming episodes. If you know anyone who can benefit from this podcast, please, please pass it along. The more people that you send our way, it helps build our community and we're able to keep providing you with valuable content and episodes. Also, do not forget to subscribe and leave us a review. We love hearing from you and I read every one of the reviews. So it is very important for me to connect with you all. If you all share your social media handles, I will be sure to follow you all and listeners. Again, as always, have a high vibe, intentional week. Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high vibe, intentional week.